Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome along to live match reaction here on the Rangers Rabble, Rangers 2, Hibs 1. Right, just before we get into the game, I'll introduce who's on the pod, making his long-awaited comeback is Derek. Derek, how are you? Wonderful, mate, you. And that lighting is just phenomenal on your face, by the way. You look so, so happy. Um, joining me in the bad haircut category is Ross. Ross, mate, how are you doing? I'm not bad. How are you, Fat Barkash? You all right? I'm absolutely <laughs> spot on. And with no hair joining us today is Care. Care, how are you? I'm fine, man. Just bite Fibrox, so I'm fine. Good, good, good. Hey, so Rangers 2, Hibs 1. Before we get into the game and all that, Derek, we should also point out that it was Armed Forces Day at Ibrox. Um, I think, actually, Kerr was the only one of us who was actually at Ibrox today, but yep. I'll take it to you anyway, Derek, because I like to just mix things up. Um, it's always good to pay respects um, to our, our uh, soldiers and military, and Rangers did it so well. Yes, mate, always, always good to see them there, and see the club recognising the great job they do. It's always a special day and, and glad we got the three points for them. Ah, 100%, absolutely. So a big thank you to everybody involved in the, the armed forces and everything they do for your country. Um, into the game then, Ross. Surprise selection today. There was, you know, Tav on the bench, Patterson starts, Scott Wright getting a game. Was that a surprise for you? Scott Wright, Scott Wright getting a game was a surprise. I think he's been dreadful the last few times he's played. Um, so I was quite surprised to see him starting ahead of Ruth. Um, but the, Patterson's been Patterson's obviously been knocking at the door mm-hmm. all season. Tav's maybe had a dip in performances last week, so that's the way it should be. It should that's the way it should be at a team like Rangers, where if you maybe know at your peak, there should be somebody there waiting to come in and, and take your place. And to be fair, the boy Patterson's done really well again today. Aye, I will we'll obviously come into his performance in a bit more detail uh, a wee bit later on. Kerr Davis on the bench again. Um, with being kind of such a, a big game, let's not kid ourselves, Hibs were on for him. Um, were you surprised to see him left out? Slightly, slightly, Martin, but with Stephen Davis, he's played that many games for us. In the last short space of time, it's like you can't play every midweek, weekend, midweek, weekend. He's just, he gives you the same. He gives you the same energy, he gives you the same performance, but the guy's going to be end up totally shattered come in the season. We need him. You've seen him bringing on the day when we're near the end to just to calm things down because he's that type of player. But I think he tried to play more attacking team today. I think he went that way, but you have to give David a rest. He is, he is still our best midfield player, but you have to give him a rest because he can't do it every game. I know we need to give him a rest, Eric, um, but for such a big game, international, international break coming up, sorry, I should say. Was it? Did he need to be on the bench today? 
I don't think he needed to be on the bench, but I, I can see why. Um, at home to Hibs, you should need him. Mm. Did, but you shouldn't. I think if we the, the team turns up in the first half, we're not having this conversation. Um, but it, it, it came on and done what he does. He brought composure to the game and played some nice stuff. But you, we shouldn't need him at home at Hibs, but unfortunately we, we did today. But, you know, I wouldn't look too much on it. It's not a big deal. I actually thought Lindstrom had a great game um, in the second half, which we'll maybe come on to. But I don't think it's a big a deal as him playing or not playing. But, yeah, he's, he's phenomenal. It's going to be a, an absolute nightmare trying to replace him. Hopefully in this, not in the summer. And I think maybe a few people have changed their opinion on Lundstrom, but again, we shall come to that. Right, we are live on YouTube and Twitter. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, please do subscribe as we're getting closer and closer to that 3K mark. Please do give the video a like, because I've been, and you will love this, right? I've been doing all this analytical searching stuff, and apparently the more people who like the video, the more it gets shared and it comes up in suggested videos and all that nonsense. So please do give it a like. Uh, Ross, on the game itself, um, in fact, what was your overall thoughts on the game and then we'll break it down? Poor. I thought we were really poor again, mate. I, I just don't know. They, they spoke about it at half-time on RTV, so Kerr will not have seen this, but in the first half, mm-hmm. Hibs had 90 passes. We had 250. So that constant, many times at the edge of the box is a rebo and Morelos got a shot and we're trying to play mm. with, with uh, disguised passes through their defence. Just have a shot, see if they've got 10 guys in the box that could hit somebody in the arse and end up in. Do you know what I mean? I, I, felt, uh, I felt as if we were disappointed. I've seen somebody in the comments there saying this, the sending off trained the game and, and, it, and it probably did. If, if they stay, it stays at 11 v 11, I don't know if we've got, we would have had it in us to break them down. Hmm. I don't know what I think you've, you've probably got a fair point. Um, although, although okay, seven teams do get a man sent off. I don't know for some reason it, it gives me the heebie-jeebies even more because I hate playing against and oh heebie-jeebies what a word I hate playing against ten men. We seen it ourselves in a ham to Malmo get a man sent off. I mean, see how well we played after that, which wasn't great. When you play against ten men, other men, you still have to be well organised. You still have to go out with a bit of purpose and play the game and you still have to play with intensity and with a tempo which we didn't really do even after he was sent off Portis the second half we made the change of bringing on Roof looked a bit more better there because Roof's more direct I thought I thought Morelos was coming too deep at times looking for the ball and trying to play passes he shouldn't really be making because he's not a deeper player Hadji and Aribo always overplay always overplay especially Aribo and they weren't like great I thought the only player was trying to play a direct pass forward was Lundstrom yeah, sometimes he was giving the ball away, but he was he was trying to create something. He was going forward, wasn't he? Side to side, he was getting the ball. He was going forward. He was also doing a lot of one touch passing. The which uh, sorry, lunch room, which I liked. We weren't. The tempos changed with this team. We're very slow. We're very lethargic, and we're not creating as much as last season. But also defensively, we're struggling at times. Now, Derek, you're the kind of tactics guy. Um... In fact, you're probably the only person involved with the rabble who knows anything about tactics because Ross knows nothing and Kerr knows a wee bit and <laughs> as well. Was there a slight change of shape today to Rangers, do you think? Yeah, I think there kind of was. I think they almost banked on Hibs trying to have a go and trying to come out a wee bit further forward with a couple of the midfielders. But, I mean, I didn't really see it as a massive change. I just think, obviously I've caught the first half as quickly as possible there, but it was kind of slow and we were just letting them get back into their shape uh, far too easy with that couple of extra passes and it was more to do with moving the ball on the personnel, probably why you've seen Kamara come off, because mm-hmm. although Kamara is a fantastic football player, he does he keeps the ball and he's great, he's not really hitting strikers' feet as quickly as possible and I think that's really what changed and why we won the game when Roof come on so I think it was more down to the personnel rather than the tactics of where um, people were on the pitch. But again, I think we thought Hibs would have a go and we kind of tried to pin them back a little bit more than we usually would, but I didn't see a massive change. Nah, Gerald's not known for making massive tactical changes, is he? Right, a couple of the comments. We've got Thomas Donald, a well-fought and hard-earned win. Michael, uh, relief, all things considered, that was a big win. Big, big win? Big win. CGM, Patterson is better than Tav. Right now, sorry, no, he isn't. Uh, Curry Muncher, win is a win, but Jesus, that was a grind. Not sure about you guys, but if it wasn't for the red <coughs> card, 
I called. I think you mean could there, Curry? Uh, not see us getting anything from that game. So Ross, the whole the overriding emotion so f- uh, from people so far just seems to be a relief. It's it's looking back on on games for last season where we were playing fluent football. We never really had to grind games out much last year. We never looked like conceding, and every time we went up the park, we looked dangerous. This it's totally flipped on its head this year for me. Every time mm. my team comes forward against us, we look susceptible. And every single time we go forward, it's this ponderous. Sometimes you think you are watching rugby. It's like starts off on the right wing and then it goes to somebody and it goes out left and it comes centre, goes right. There doesn't seem to be that kind of fluent, everything gone forward, one touch, we interchanges that we've we seen last season. Um, so for me, it is a relief. To, it, the relief is we came back and won the game, the game 2-1. We're still six points clear of Celtic and we've now opened up a wee gap at the top of the table. So it is a relief, um, but it's just, I don't know, I think it's just one good performance and a, a click, the team actually clicking towards playing like we did last year. I, I just want last year's, I just want a bag of cans and last year's team back. That's what I want. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's difficult, but isn't it? it's like last mm-hmm. season was such a good season and we were superb. I just can't we're not going to get that again, unfortunately, Ross. You'll just need to feel sorry for yourself. But I thought the second half was more like us. I thought when Roof came on, yeah. he was getting any pockets of space. So we did. We weren't just going side to side, but we were actually getting through, playing through the lines, as we'll call it. But I think that um, I think that we, there was shades of the old us in the second half for me. And that's ultimately why we got the win. Hibs were dead in their feet, you know, because we were poking and prodding. Again, no as good as last season, but I just don't think we're ever going to get that again. Unfortunately, I think last year was just that a freak season where we were immense in every department. Where I do agree with Ross is that the, the, we, even at the last minute when that ball's going up to Conor Goldson, I still feel as if we're losing a goal when it's 2-1. Yeah. And that's the difference. That's the difference for me and that's the, the worrying thing for me. Going forward, we were good second half, but we always, I still fancy Tibbs to get an equaliser even with even with two minutes to go. And that's where the differences came for me in terms of trusting the defence to see games out. No, listen, I, I totally agree. I don't know what's going on with the, the coaching the new, with the, when it comes to the defence or if it's just individual errors. I don't know because I'm shit scared every time the ball goes forward as well. We made fun of them so much last season for how poor their defending was and now it well, seems... We're not that bad, mate. Come on. I know, but you know what I'm like. I, I like a good overreaction. But Kerr, look, Ross said there, look, it might only just take one good performance for the, the team to click. Is it as simple as that for you? Because I know that you've been critical of the uh, players, the transfers that we've done, the business that we've done. So is it as simple for you as just one decent performance could make us click? It might be for some of the players. Some of the players, I think, maybe I fell in the back of last season trying to find their form again. Or maybe their confidence is all. Players like Barisic playing confidence. I thought to David Barisic, for example, he was he was always coming inside or passing back. But when the time he beat his man and get the ball in the box, we scored with Morelos. So it shows you... Gets to the ball, gets to the and gets a ball in and we can score for it. Same when we put the ball in for Roof and he scored with the header, which I thought was offside where I was sitting, but obviously I couldn't see it on the TV, but I thought it was offside. Uh, but but that's passing through the middle, passing side to side. Teams know how we play and I think they've got to realise that. Teams know how we play and we have to change it at times. We have to be maybe more direct. And that's how I like Lundstrom today. I thought he was trying to play the ball into feet. But when we play the ball into striker's feet, Morelis was coming deeper at times, but I did had you always want that extra touch and against teams that have you don't have the extra touch the time for the extra touch, you have to pass and move and that's what we've done so well last season. I know we, we kinda keep getting back to last season, but if we can play the way even try to play the way they did or like I said they're like man, just get the players back to their basics. Get start playing in sample football because there's there's good players there. It's just get back into maybe we're playing the way they can play, get a bit of confidence in the team and just keep things simple because sometimes over over thing me thinking can make it hard for yourself. So keep it simple. I mean Derek probably knows the tales of his boys that keep hanging simple at times because you're just likely to make a mistake. And sometimes I feel that's what we do defensively. Golson to me his mind's not there. He, I don't know where his mind is. I thought Balligan was superb today. I thought he was, was really bad. good. Yeah. And I thought uh, the fullbacks were fine. But I say it's come into a game in the second half. Patterson done well, but Patterson to me is not the same as Tav. I like Tav because Tav drives, Tav doesn't hide. Even when he's playing bad, he's always looking to get forward, he's always looking for the ball. That's what I like about Tav. But a big thing for us this season is Kent, Ryan Kent's such an influence player for us, and we miss him really, really badly. 
No, yeah, we're doing. Um, I'm just to take it back to your point, uh, keeping it simple. See, it's exactly the same. See, when you're hosting a podcast, see, when it comes to asking a question, see, we don't ask it really, really quickly. Your mind goes blank and you end up talking absolute drivel. You know what I mean? That's why I'm just absolutely hopeless at this. Uh, the first goal, Ross, for Hibs, eight minutes in. Kerr mentioned Barisic there. Is it Bar- Barisic's fault for not closing the ball down or is it the two centre-halves? from not marking Nisbet at all, probably obviously their most dangerous striker. And you have to say it's a half-decent header as well. Barisic has got to, got to stop the cross. That's his, that's, his, that's his role. But once the cross comes over, we've got Lundstrom, Goldson, and I believe Barrigan was about there. There's three of our players, and you've got Kevin Nisbet, who's 5'10", standing himself to nod it in. So for me, there's blame all over the defence, and that's... That's the problem we've got this year. It's something in the comments that they'll see that Lundstrom's now developing into playing the role Ryan Jack played to cover, but he's not quite, he's learning that position. So see the day when the ball comes over, Lundstrom's kind of caught in between midfield and defence. The ball comes mm-hmm. over, goes in his head. Um, I just feel, I know, I, I know I'm harking back to Ryan Jack, but that's the kind of goals we don't lose when Ryan Jack's playing because he's switched on enough to cover that hole in the back. I know, do you know, I don't know if Ryan Jack, Derek, is starting to become something of a urban legend or a myth, <laughs> you know. Better um, play but, along with his missing. I know, but but I suppose maybe Ross has got a point. They're top marksmen standing in our box unmarked. Barisic hasn't closed the cross down and it's eight minutes into the game. So Ryan Jack doesn't stop that goal for me because the, the centre-half's now say my boys, they're the same. Ball watching. They're watching the cross. Barisic just stopped the cross, right? Last year, Barisic stops that cross. And then we defend the cross. If it comes in, the def- Connor Golson is playing right, I think. Yeah, he was playing. Was he playing right? Uh, he was playing right. He's got to drop five yards, take that step back. And then he's in the space where Kevin Nisbet gets the header. Ryan Jack is another thing that we miss him massively eh, all over the park. For me, we were far too open, far too easy to play against. But I don't know if he stops that goal. For me, it was ball watching. Poor from mm-hmm. Barisic not letting the cross in and ball watching. And if we can flip the positive, it's like for them, it's a great bit of movement for Nisbet and it's a good header. I love Kevin Nisbet. I really think he's a smashing player. Um, if he's good enough for us, I'm not sure, but he's, he's a very, very good good player. It's a clever movement, peeling off the two, the back of the centre-halves into that sort of no-man's-land space and a, and a great header. Um, so, again, Ryan Jack probably wouldn't have saved that goal, but we miss him terribly for, for other reasons. Yeah. Yeah, we do. I'll just come to some of the comments. Look at uh, CGM. Confidence is funny. There is no real reason we should not be confident. Uh, Northern Bingo last year, no home crowd moaning at them um, when they are overplaying it. I don't really think that's got much. I think the team are absolutely fine with a crowd. Um, CGM again. Bonner Barishans didn't help with the goal, but we have four players in the box and he gets a free header. Yep. Cubby Cubs are agreeing with care. Never a good thing. We're making too many passes last third with no result. Kier, how did you feel Rangers' response was to going behind so early? I felt we actually responded okay, to be fair, but when you're playing team like Hibs, like Derek said earlier, they came, Rangers probably set out thinking the Hibs are going to hit us in the break, are going to come to us, because when you've got Scott Allen in the team, you know Scott Allen, we know we laughing joke, but Scott Allen can play up, thread the ball through to one of the strikers quite easily. Nisbet can run off defenders, and with Boyle's pace, he's always a threat. So I think you have to be wary of that. So even though we were one down, you think to yourself, right, we're still we can still get a goal back in this, but you're always wary with Habs because Habs done a couple of chances. We were unlucky with every time we put a ball in at the box, we did seem scared to go for it. We seemed scared to attack it. I mean a couple of free kicks went in mm-hmm. and they went right through the defence. Nobody was wanting to put their head or put their foot in. And another difference I've seen this season, last season with Al McGregor, he was constantly shouting at his defenders and blocking them this season, he's not been the same. I'm not saying that's a big difference in the play, but I don't see the same for him either. So the confidence is, I think the players are scared at sometimes to make a mistake just because we're champions, where we've been, where we've come from. And there's a lot of different, there's a lot of different things going on about this team at the moment, and I think the, this result could help us. But I thought we'd come back well, but it was never in my mind that we were going to win the game because I always thought how's were a threat going forward. Only mm-hmm. when they went to 10 men, I thought, right, we've got a better chance here. But like I said, even playing against 10 men, you can struggle because teams can set their stall out well and you can struggle to break it down. I know, and like you mentioned there, and Ross, I'll take that to you, 
Ryan Porteous sent off. I'm seeing the obvious debates online, but I mean, I'm sorry for me, there's no debate. That's a stonewall red card. When I seen it, when I seen it live in play, I thought it was just a a solid tackle. But I seen a still image, and you see the ball's under his leg. He's came right over the top of it. And by the way, what a spot it is for the referee who's called that in an instant. It's a clear red card. Um, because he's over the top of the ball, and see if Aribo doesn't get his leg out the way, he's breaking Aribo's leg, snapping it in two, because he's full force, he's over the top of the ball, and he's got a straight leg. Now, at first, I never noticed that, but with the beauty of being able to see replays and see stills, I can say it's a red card, so big credit to Nick Walsh for noticing it in a split second with bodies running about him. Absolutely outstanding refereeing for me. Thank God he's on the payroll. You know what I mean? That's all I'm going to say. Thank God Nick Walsh is on the payroll. Uh, brother, no, Nick, brother Nick Walsh. Brother Nick. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, there's no argument, Derek. And, and it seems to... I mean, I don't know. He, he has been sent off against other teams as well. But there seems to be an added aggression in Porteous when he plays us. So, right, it's a red card all day. We'll get that out of the way. Um, Nick Walsh is probably about five, six yards away. So that's mm-hmm. why he's seen that leading leg. And it's a great decision uh, from him. Um, the rest of his refereeing performance maybe not so great but the way I would um, sorry my daughter's sneaking in beside me pulling <laughs> <laughs> I've got an iPad thought that was Scott Young's diamond <laughs> <laughs> at least it's not what's that crawling about like a creep to be fair <laughs> but honestly uh, Portis is the reason he's like that or he's like that because he's still at Hibs because he's like that Martin to be honest mm. that's why no one's took a punt on him he's uh, reckless he's an angry man and he's a liability uh, for me at Hibs. Hibs were well on top, and they should have got a better result today, in my opinion, uh, if they'd have kept 11 men on the park. So that's the reason why he's still at Hibs and no other chance that the rest of them have. Paul, no, no. He's, he's a horrible player. Uh, there's, n- n- there's no excuses for him now, because it's not... You know how when caught, uh, commentators and pundits go, he's not that type of guy to make that type of challenge? He is. He yeah, simply yeah. is. 100%. And, and, you know, care someday he's going to end somebody's career. He probably will, Martin. I think it'll be sooner rather than later because he doesn't think. And he, I know he can, he can be an aggressive centre half. He can be a hard centre half. But I actually, think when you're doing it's somebody's career. Do you know what I mean? More going, more going hard to win the ball. But this boy just doesn't think, and he's got previous against us. But he does it with other teams as well. And Derek's right. If he was, I know he's very highly rated. There'll be a lot of people, but I mean. There's a lot of scouts watching, but they probably see the same as we all do. He's like, mm. we're not going to punt him because he could end up playing the stand, being in the stands more weekend on the pitch because the boy doesn't think he could be a really nice guy off the park, but on the park, he turns into this horrible person that just wants to try and injure somebody. I know, I know, I, I just don't get it. And what, Ross, even though they went down to 10 men, there was a small part of me that was thinking, if we don't get a goal before half time, it's going to be a horribly long second half. Ah, you're always you've always got that worry, and especially after the last game um, in Europe when they got a boy sent off and then came out right away and scored two goals in five minutes mm. playing against ten. So you've always got that in your mind. Plus, at that point, you're expecting them to shut up, shut up shop totally, go two banks of five, which they never done to be fair. Um, but once they went down to once they went down to ten, you've got to then. I seen somebody on Twitter writing, see then, you, when they're down to 10 men, you don't need Kamara and Lundstrom. You need somebody mm-hmm. on who's going to go in behind and run. Whereas I thought we kept they two on together a bit longer than we should have. But at the end of the day, Gerard, Gerard will say he's got three points. We came back and won the game. So everything they done was, was bang on. It's for me. Sorry, mate. Sorry, Derek. Sorry, sorry, mate. I was done. No, I was done, mate. I was done. I, was, I thought you were. You sounded done. Um, <laughs> criticised Gerard a million times on here and elsewhere for his substitutions, but he was spot on today. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can't say he wasn't. He, he brought um, maybe five ten minutes later. As Ross is saying, I agree, hundred percent agree with that. But he got it right. We've, we've got the three points. We're one 0 down. We're two one for me. We were dominant in the second half, apart from a few kind of hairy moments, and we won the game. You know, three points up the road. We move on to you know we're still top of the league. Hibs are, Hibs are a decent outfit, by the way. No, now, you know, I think that's we've no mentioned that they're a decent outfit. I think Hibs could finish second this year. I think they could. I think Hearts will fall away. I don't think they've got the right squad for it. But I think Hibs could finish second this year, hundred percent. Yeah, but Hibs, Hibs second, Hearts third, then fourth. Um, right. So obviously, you, you discussed it. Look, Kamara came off and Roof came on, and for me, care. 
like I say, I'm no master tactician or an avid fucking knower of everything football, but Roof is just such a f- important player for us. I I, do, I think he's a special, special player. Yeah, he's a really good football player, and I don't I don't really get the criticism he gets because he can see what he's trying to do. I mean, see when he's through the middle, he's a fantastic player. He can jump. I mean, he's scored. He's seen, his, seen his goals. A great header. I mean, he's, he's good in the ground. He can beat players. He can lay things off. He offers us so much, but he gets a lot of criticism. And it's just probably his injuries that's held him back. But when he's on the park, it's another, it's another player that I have stuff to look at. And I think, right, we've got Morelos and we've got Ruth, and it's quite difficult to defend against because they had to change their back four as well. And they brought in McGregor, who we all know that McGregor's decent, but that's a bit. I mean, he wasn't one player of the year, but that was no at least. But he's decent, but no more. But so Roof Knight, it was a great substitution with Gerard, and I think he had to do it at that time. He couldn't leave the any later than he usually does because we needed to get a goal back. And the longer the game went on without a goal, that's when you start to panic, and then you start putting the long balls that we're not going to challenge for. So it was a great substitution, and Roof done really well. And I'm glad for him because the effort he puts into games, I'm just glad he scored. Aye, Aye phenomenal. And that goal, Ross, make it one each. We, we spoke about you know, him starting Patterson over Tav. And look, Tav's more than capable of putting in a cross like that. We know that. Yep. But but young Patterson coming on, he's got a point to prove. Fantastic cross uh, for Ruth. On a plate, aye. It was mm. on a plate. I've not actually seen it back. I see, I thought the same as Kerr. I was just waiting on the, the linesman's flag because it looked as if he couldn't have possibly been onside because he was in that much space. But... It's what you guys are saying. He, his movement's so cute and so clever, and he's got that low centre of gravity that he can spin on a dime, mm-hmm. and he's away in. Um, aye, a brilliant player. I just wonder if maybe when Mar- I know Morelos has scored today, but it just doesn't look on form to me. Where a roof playing through the middle would be a would be an option. We could maybe try and Morelos get let Morelos kind of see his his bad form on the side, even though he scored today. Thought he was poor again. See, it's a weird one for me, Derek, right? Um, because I, I actually thought that Morelos played okay. I thought he, uh, his link-up play is getting so much better. He's, he's always coming and asking for the balls, nice passing, um, and he got a goal. I think we're seeing an evolution in our player, mate. I think we're seeing a different Morelos to what he was two years ago. He doesn't really grab the headlines as much. He's not as cla- uh, showy. He doesn't get every goal that he, he had to when we were poor, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. There are players around about him that can pick up that slack. So I was happy with his performance today and again, scores a winner. Uh, again, he's not maybe as sharp as he has been previous years. I understand that. Um, Copa America, etc. There's loads of reasons for it, but I, I still think we're getting a tune out of him. And then for me, he's still our best number nine by a bit of a distance. Roof for me, we're our best when we're playing Morelos through the middle and Roof and Kent behind him. Because Roof gets into positions that no one knows who to mark him. He drops mm-hmm. in that sort of half space between the centre half and the centre mid and he just causes all sorts of confusion. And he also creates space for Kent and Morelos, etc., and behind. And that's where you see Hadji going into these spaces as well when Roof's on, because he just clears pathways for people yeah. and gets them on the ball. Roof, for me, is fantastic. If he doesn't have that injury at um, Anderlecht, he's probably not playing for us. No, he isn't. He's going back to the Premiership for a bit, a bit of money, in my opinion. So I think we'll be we'll look back in four or five years' time and, and glad we had him when we did, because he's a quality football player. He got, what, 20 last season? he got 20 again this season. For three and a half million pounds, we paid for him. Yeah, we can't argue. The, the big thing, like you say, is just keep him fit. Make sure he stays fit. That's it. Uh, I don't. Northern Bingo. Good point, Derek. How come nobody ever puts in good point, Martin? No, not once have I. In fact, I think I might have seen it once. Of course, you need to. You need to. be putting a good point to get it, mate. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's actually quite a good point. Uh, you get, you get less good points in Celtic this year. Um, love Kamara but he needs to learn how to shoot or at least have a go when he gets space outside the box I don't know that's not his game he breaks up the play, he keeps the ball moving he controls the ball Um, for me Kamara is just never going to be that player, you know you can't ask him to do it, he's not that kind of player that's why we need the quality of him so that he can move the ball on. He Hadjis and Aribos, and, and that's who scored the goals for you. Everyone's got a job in the team, and Kamara's to score goals is not it. Aye, aye. Uh, I am Neil. Uh, Roof looks right up for it this season. Hopefully he can stay injury-free, and that's probably one of the biggest points we've made today as well. Right, so the the, the winning goal, Kerr. Um, Borna Barisic, who 
if I'm being brutally honest, didn't I wasn't that happy with his performance today. I, I thought he looked out of sorts, and then he puts in, a, you know, a, a world class Borna Barisic cross header from Morelos, which maybe the goalkeeper should do a wee bit better with. No, I thought, man, I, I was I was shooting at Barisic most of the game just to take somebody on because when he takes somebody, he done it. He, was, he can do it well, no, he can do it. And when he takes somebody, just take that touch by something with the ball in because he can do that. And he done it today. Morelos got an end it and. When I was sitting, I don't know if a keeper can save it or not. I'm looking at the best eyesight, nine, uh, the best of the times. But when I was sitting, I was just seeing it hitting the back of the net and I was too busy jumping about. But first time he's beat a man in the day, we get a ball and he's, we scored. Do you know what I mean? It's it's not rocket science. Do what you're good at. See, I just keep cutting back everywhere, cutting back inside because that's what he was doing. But he gets by somebody, beats me, gets a ball into the box. And Mariela says, yeah, doing what he does his best as well and puts it in the net. And that's what we should do more of. I stop with this three, four, five touches in a game because sometimes we don't get that time and just get back to basics and do what we're good at. Aye, I totally agree. Ross, your thoughts on Barisic today? Well, um, I think he looks weak sometimes in the tackle. Sometimes he shucks away a bit much for me. But going forward, he's always going to create chances. Um, I think the day could add a couple of assists. Bozzi's put across... And what we're talking about, Morelos has dropped back and, and nobody's going ahead, nobody's advancing. And I think that's the problem with Derek saying there. We're having Kamara, Lundstrom, both sitting. The two of them want to do that job. But if no go to a midfielder, he'll take a shot for 30 yards and it might ricochet and end up at the feet of Morelos or Roof. Or, I feel as if the three centre mids we play are all dead samey. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? They all want to recycle the ball. They all want to break up play. Really, do we need that in the, the SPFL? Against Hibs a day, fair play to them, but as soon as they go to 10, somebody's got to move for me. I, I feel as if that's that could be the, the, the issue this year. I, I thought Lundstrom was going to be the player that would come in and break forward and maybe give us some goals. But mm-hmm. even last year, the, the amount of goals we scored for midfield between Jack Davis and Kamara last year, must probably lucky if they get 10 goals between them. So I think that's something that we, we badly miss is a goal scoring midfielder. And with Gerard being the manager, you would think he would have an eye for how many times did he dig Liverpool at a hole with a 30, 40 <laughs> yarder, do you know what I mean? I know, and we, we spoke to Nick from the Chef United Way podcast and the one thing he says to me was, you do not want Lundstrom breaking forward and shooting. And Derek, by God, let's actually talk about Lundstrom, right? Um, <laughs> right away, he was written off by... Well, I don't want to say all the support, but a good chunk of the support he was written off. Um, do you think he's starting to change people's minds? Uh, he's, he's, yeah, I mean, I, I hope so, because I think his performances the last few games have been excellent. Um, he's went from playing a team that's never got the ball to yeah. a team that's always got the ball. That's yeah. going to take a lot of um, adapting and changing in how he plays. He also needs to win every game, not just keep the score down, if we're being honest. Do you know what I mean? So that that's a big change for him. Changing where he lives, you know, as well. So, a guy, usually British players don't get the, the kind of time that foreign players do because, you know, they're just moving up the road and blah, blah, blah. But you don't know what's going on, you know what I mean? So, I think that now he's into, we're into October now, we're starting to see a, a, the John Lundstrom uh, making, you know, a positive impact in the team. And I hope that continues because he's a good player. He's got all the attributes. He's fast, he's athletic, he can tackle, he can keep the ball simply. Um, again, we don't need him to go and skin people and put it in the top corner. We've got other boys. Ross is saying that we do need a player. I just don't think John Lindstrom is that. And the no. reason why Gerard can't buy one is they cost 10, 15 million. Yeah. If not more. I mean, who, 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 I'm thinking about a number eight that can go and buy goals in, and I can't even think of one that's in our price range. Do you know what I mean? Never mind. I know that we've got a full scouting department for that. I totally understand. But there's no one jumps out to me that we could afford who could go box to box and bang them in. You know what I mean? You're talking 30, 40 million for these guys. So. I think a wee bit more time is needed with Lundstrom and our support are just terrible at times for writing people off straight away. Yeah. It really frustrates me. You know, at least give the guy at Christmas before you start doing him or something. But I think he'll kick on from now. I think he's carrying confidence in his performances and I, I think he'll be a, a big player for us going forward. Fingers crossed. I listen, 100% agree, Kerr. What's his best position for you then? Is it that Davis role? Actually, I don't know if he played it. They didn't play for a forward with Sheffield United. 
I'm not. I didn't even watch it. I think he played on the right side. They are free. It was kind of like a ball, a breaker up a play, kind of press ball on the right hand side. I think when he's played in the last couple of games, I think he's been fine. He's been beating up play. I like it when he gets the ball and just does a one touch passing because he tries to keep it moving and Mm -hmm. he always looks to go forward as well instead of going sideways at times. I think the guys were saying he's physical, he's athletic, and. He's a big boy, do you know what I mean? And he does try a shot, to be fair. I'm granted, most time they're off target, but he does try a bit dig, which, to be fair, that's what people are shouting, shoot, so he tries it, but may not hit the target, but he's oh, trying. He but I think, I think if we give the boy time, because he's still learning his ways in Scottish football, it's a different game altogether for the English Premiership, the English Championship. Plus, like Derek said, he's moved up with family and stuff. Like, I know it's only for Sheffield, but it's still a bit of yeah, adjustment and stuff. So I think once he settles in, he'll offer us a bit of difference in the middle of the park. Someday we'll need fresher legs as well. And it gives maybe Stephen Davis more time to recover for games. Yep. I mean, last was year, Davis at all when Jack was injured. You couldn't give him a rest at all. Yeah. 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 We're playing a team that's, you know, we're second in the league um, before this, the, this weekend, I'm sure. Or third, sorry. So you can then put Lundstrom in there and we've still won. Now, it's going to be fantastic, but we've still won. We did need Davis yeah. to come on and control it. But we're still rested Davis against the third place team in the league. Yeah. One. You know, I mean you couldn't do that last season. Davis Not had the game. So yeah. it's probably a big compliment for Stephen Gerrard that he's even doing that. You know, at home he hibs in a must win game, get into the international break. If we lose this one, we go to three points. It's a murder two weeks. So he's trusted Lundstrom and for me he delivered today. Uh, what he just Lundstrom? What are you just twenty six or something like that. You know what I mean? He's still he's still young ish in the game, so he's still got room to grow and improve I think he'll be a smart player for us I just feel good about him he's got all the attributes well, I mean, te- I mean, te- technically another what another year Ross not with him coming into his prime another year a year or two I think as I said earlier on and Derek can kind of it. he's learning to play a whole different style of football he's used to clinging on and there's times when he'll just be get the ball long get the ball 70 yards up the park into a channel and hope somebody chases it to He's got the ball. He can take five, six touches. And I think that's that's what Kerr's talking about. Like he's used to playing for a team where he's getting battered every week. So he's got to play the ball quick and hope somebody will come. Whereas with us, he, he's, he's going to have to learn how to keep possession, how to turn the other ball. Plus also the way we play is very fast-paced. I can't imagine Sheffield were playing with the same sort of effort and quickness and movement and interchanging that we were playing. Because they weren't the ever attacking. <laughs> no, true. Just a couple of comments. Um, J.M., if Borna puts one cross like that in every game, that is good for me. Um, Thomas, I think Lundstrom can be that player when he's more confident in a Rangers jersey. I think talking about playing in that um, Davis role. Curry Muncher, he was written off as he was playing pish. Tends to happen. He has improved, but still needs a little bit more. That's a wee bit harsh, Curry. That's a tiny bit harsh. Uh, Derek, Leon Balligan. Um, again, well, I think he's been our best centre half this season. Oh, especially obviously with Halander going out injured. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. I mean, he's no Philip Halander, but who is? You know what I mean? Um, and Golson's obviously been off form. I thought he was excellent today. I thought he was driving the team forward in that second half. He was he was taking the ball uh, and going over the halfway line, yeah. which we needed because it was dragging a striker and then a midfielder out of position and was creating more space for for our forward players. So. Now, I'm very impressed with him today, and to be fair, he has been good all season. Uh, probably kicked him on the, the Celtic game when he played out of position when no one thought he was going, and he, he was a stormer, you know, so he's really feeling the confidence. This, this guy's a good player, international yeah. football I'm not surprised, but again, he's no Philip Bernard, mm. but nobody is. Just finally, uh, on the players' care, um, Bakuna. Right, now, I, I hope I don't jinx this here, right? And he's not had much game time. He's only had no. five minutes here, ten minutes there. He looks a real player for me. Yeah, very neat and tidy, isn't he? He's he got good control of the ball. And he looks like he can play the way across the front in middle three. So he can even play further forward, or something, I imagine. But it's just one of these players we're going to have to wait to see what he can offer because mm-hmm. you need to give him games and it's getting games in the Rangers because Stephen Gerrard's used to picking these usual culprits in the middle of the park something he maybe changed it more this season than he has over in the last couple of seasons but he looks decent to me he maybe needs more game time just to see what he's all about but he looks neat and tidy in the ball he doesn't really give away that much and I thought the other night he was actually okay in Europe to like he came off he wasn't I'm not saying he was setting the head on fire but he looked comfortable out there so we just have to wait to see what he's all about 
What's your thoughts, Ross, on Bakuna? I mean, it, it just for me, it just looks at somebody who will play that 40, 50 yard pass right to somebody's feet. He looks confident, good on the ball. Just looks the, all round a, a, a good buy. The pass he played midweek for the centre of the park, a kind of reverse right down the wing to Tav. That was Scott Allen esque. That's how good that was. <laughs> it was nearly, nearly as good as Scott Allen, just not quite. But uh, no, um, it looks as if he's going to be a good player. Every day that you've kind of heard speaking about him for his previous club and the obligatory YouTube montage, he looks he looks as if he's got that wee spark in him. It'll just be a case of getting him getting him up to speed. And, and again, he's playing for a team now where you've got three guys ahead of you that are all running and interchanging. So it'll become, mm-hmm. we obviously train, Derek will know better than me being a coach, but we must train patterns of play so that that becomes second nature, that he's going to go there, he's going to go there and you can fire the ball through the middle. So that's all worked on. So that's something that it'll take him a bit of time to pick up uh, speed on who's going to be where and when they're going to be there. But the, going back to the Balligan, there was a point in the day where Martin Boyle yeah. faced him up one-on-one right in the middle of the park. Yeah. Balligan's got the space, the, the speed to be able to go there and meet him and ended up winning the tackle. Yeah. I don't think Hollander, Goldson, Simpson, I don't think any of them stopped that. Yeah. Boyle's no. clear through on goal. So, yeah. I, he's, he's done really good, really impressive. As uh, Del said, he's come in for the the Celtic game when they'd expect him. And it's as if he's took a lot of confidence for that. Um, and now that he's playing in his own position, as you say, getting forward, even getting up the park, he's, he's, he's been a he's been a ray of sunshine on what has been a, a dark season so far for our defence. <laughs> That's very true. Well, just quickly, Stephen Ferguson, he's a £12 million player, Lundstrom in England, probably a bit more. That's true. Um, to be fair, Balogun hasn't had much competition yeah. for best centre-half yeah. this season. Uh, Cobby Cobstock, Lundstrom is a brick wall. Um, and I've lost it. Where is it? There we go. 150 years on parallel success. Bakuna is a baller. Derek, what's Bakuna's position for you in that midfield? I've not seen him enough, mate, to really really um, put put my hat on that one. But I would say that he's, I don't want to say a luxury player. I'm not saying he's a luxury player. He does work hard. But I think you would need almost like Lundstrom and Kamara in that middle three to see the best of Bakuna. Somebody to do the graph for him. Somebody to give him the ball and go and find feet and make that happen. So I, I think he's been, it's a low risk signing for me. You know what I mean? If he, if he makes it, he does not. If he makes it brilliant, if he does not, he does not. I think Gerard's probably brought him in in case we lost a couple of players for me. Uh, and then we'd have that squad being bolstered with that extra numbers. Midfield was really short at times last season when we got a couple injuries, you know, so it was good to have that extra body in. Again, I've not seen enough of him to, to be convinced or to be put off, but he definitely has, has the skills and he, he kind of like the way he plays, you know what I mean? The way he controls the ball, moves it on. And I was just going to, because I've not been on here for ages since you've not let me on, Martin. <laughs> Boss just made a point about the patterns of play and training. The reason why, a massive reason why we're not as fluid as we were last season is we've had 15 or 16 players out for sustained periods of time due to COVID, due to illness or suspension. So you try, or sorry, injuries. See, to try and get the patterns of play, you need everybody training Monday, Friday. Yep. Mm. We've not had that since the start of the season. And we've also yep. not had it in pre-season because we have players yep. at Euros, yeah. players away, and, and obviously we didn't have them all in like we did the previous season. So that's why we look more fluid and everyone knew where to go. You give it the number nine, you know exactly where the number six is to go after it. And that, see missing players in training, when you're bringing up youth boys and, and try to fill numbers, you can't work on these things. So therefore, it goes out your play, it doesn't become second nature, and that's why we look a bit slow. So I just wanted to get that in, since you've not let me on for a while. It's because you don't answer your phone. Yeah, I, I thought you blocked me. Martin, <laughs> Martin. Did you hear Derek saying I made a good point there about part? I did, I. I did hear Derek saying you good made a good point. point. Listen, I'm going to come to um, what you think, and I promise we won't be too much longer, but what you think about Rangers now going into this international break. But just before I do, obviously it is the international break, um, so we'll probably just be doing one podcast next week. There'll be no match reactions. But if you fancy joining us on Patreon, link is in the description, patreon.com forward slash Rangers Rabble. Next week, we'll have our best of the rest for EPL show. We've got a special show on your favourite shirts, and that'll be video only, obviously, on Patreon, so it won't be downloaded onto your, your podcast app. Um, and we'll have uh, plenty of content on Patreon to cover the international break. So if you want to help support us, please do do that. Do do that. Um, link is in the description. 
um, patreon.com forward slash rangers rabble. Now, um, there was a point made, and I want to take this to all three of you, um, from Alan. Uh, Ker, I'll start with you. Went to the break, top of the league, and six points ahead of him. That was all this was about today, was it not? It was. We couldn't afford to get beat because we've all been, as you know, we've all been playing too great. And I think Gerard Seema has the way he celebrated after it. What well, I keep being told, uh, he's, he's it's more it's more mm-hmm. it's not so much frustration. It's more relief that we get the three points, especially when one 0 down and then try to come back after a few results. But getting six points ahead, maybe a wee break, get the players back fit like Ryan Kent and stuff back to training if they can, and then. Go again when it starts up. I mean, Derek North do make points about obviously players, a lot of players missing training and missing stuff. Maybe that's how not being as fluid and that is. I mean, sometimes you forget to look at that side of the game. You're just more and you're more focused on the way we played instead of looking behind the scenes. But that's good. It's good. And that's been for somebody we've not had full speed yet. We we can play and we're six points ahead. I mean, that's October. So hopefully, come after that, we, we can't really at times play much worse than some of the games we've played, especially in Europe. <laughs> but if we can come back more geared up, maybe get a wee bit more confidence in the team, just just get the boys back playing the way they know they can play. Because I think that ones, if you keep winning games, you get confidence, don't you? Derek knows that. Morale, you can beat morale and beat confidence when you win games. So if we can do that, then we can get back to where Rangers should be. And that's actually a point, uh, Ross. A good point, sorry, that, that Kerr makes. See, even I'm doing it now. Um, Ross, Gerard's celebration at the end of the game, were you, were you a wee bit surprised by how over-exuberant he was? Or does that kind of just show that he might be feeling the pressure a wee bit? Or was he just happy that we won? Um, for me, it's for me it was a public show of thanks for, thanks for the support. We need to do better. We've ground that out. Um, for me, it looked like I saw that going round the fans and 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 everybody up and granted the international break with the with the last image of celebrating um, being being top of the league. I know I see people in the comments saying should be eleven points ahead of them. We were never going to have another unbeaten season. Um, wow. But what we've said from what we said for probably the middle of last year is the only team that will stop Rangers winning leagues at the moment is Rangers through our poor performances. We've got the best squad. We've got the best starting eleven. We've now beat Celtic and Hibs, who were the two teams that were equipped as being second and third best. Mm-hmm. If Rangers play well, Rangers will win this league and win this league comfortably. But if we're not playing well, then what? That that's we, we're the only team that we're the only team that can cost us figuring on to win fifty six fifty seven because at the end of this year you win this you're forty million in the in the kitty for Champions League football next season this season's really 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 pivotal and we could put ourselves in the position at the end of this season that Celtic were in nine ten years ago when we get put to the bottom and there was such a large a large budget between the two sides so for me it's imperative that this season we win. We win the league, and the only team that's going to stop us winning the league is us through our own poor performances or lackluster performances. I know, <laughs> nobody's saying we would have another unbeaten season, but we should beat Dundee United and Motherwell. Well, if you're not, if you're not going to have another unbeaten season, then you're you're going to get beat off of a Motherwell or a Dundee United at some point. Currywin just taking the piss. Ross made a great point. Well done, well done, Ross. Congratulations, you made a good point. Um, there was a point I wanted to take to you, Derek um, Falji. I was a bit embarrassed at Gerard at full time. We are at home with 10 men and he's jumping about at the end. I uh, think he must be feeling a bit of pressure. Um, just before you come in, um, TGM, I love Gerard at the end. And Thomas H, I think the gaffer was just trying to lift spirits before the break. So get absolutely in the bin with that first comment. What <laughs> Gerard busts his ass Monday to Friday to get out of the weekend. I don't give a fuck if it's Livingston at home or Celtic away. The three points are three points. We're now playing nine games. We've won seven of them. We've drew one. We've lost one. Mm-hmm. For me, the quarter seasons where you look to where you're going to finish. If we go nine, one and one, Celtic have got two hard gate away games coming up. They were absolutely shite again today. And they've scraped it through fair play to them. For me, if we go win our next two, we'll be at least nine points ahead, in my opinion. What more do you want? Played 11 games and we potentially thought we'd be nine points ahead of our closest rivals. What more are the support wanting? For me, I want Rangers to win the league. I don't give a toss if it's by one point or 10, 15, 20 points. That's a process we're going through this season. Last year was a freak. 
It was a mm-hmm. performance from every single player. We were never going to emulate last season. But put it this way, we're only two games away from emulating it so far. I mean, what more do people want? We were never going to go undefeated. We were never going to win every game. And Gerard deserves that at the end for me because, again, Golson's missing during the week. We've got beat during the week. We're 1-0 down. He's changed a couple of things that's worked for him. He has every right to go out on that pitch and celebrate yeah. and get the adulation of the fans because he deserves it, in my opinion. I don't care. He could do that every game and he still deserves it for what he's done for our, our club. So get him absolutely in the bin with that comment. It's right. not quite well, down the Ronnie Road after beating East Kilbride, know what I mean? <laughs> six points ahead in an international break. See, that's three. We're strewn up that for two weeks. And, you know, yeah. what Twitter, etc. can be like after we've, we've lost a game, never mind over an international break. It was a big game against your nearest, closest rivals in the league, mm-hmm. along with Hearts, and we've won. You know what I mean? That's it. He deserves it. No, listen, absolutely does. And look, Cubby Cubster will finish on this. If we needed to say, see any passion from the Rangers manager today, the reaction from Gerard after the game was superb. Good substitutions, three points today were crucial. Absolutely. Listen, guys, we'll leave it on that. We've got 62 subs- uh, subscribers away from 3,000. So if you are watching, please do hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Um, my thanks to Care and Ross, and now completely in the dark, Derek. Gentlemen, yep. thank you very much. My leg, he's running. I need to go and put a power here. 50 pence, the meter. <laughs> I was I was a bit worried that was Scott Young's dad keeping a bit behind you earlier on. You were just going to get into the abyss. I know. It's not really that bad. Uh, um, I said thank you to everybody watching (laughs) Um, we will be back next week I will put an announcement out on Twitter and for everybody who's subscribed on YouTube I'll put it on the community as well exactly what day we will be back as it is an international break head over to patreon.com forward slash rangers rabble for loads and loads more content but uh, until the next time we speak thank you for watching and have a fantastic Sunday Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.